This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. What's going on, y'all? It's your host, Will, coming back for a new episode of Field Note Fridays brought to you by Bowtech. Refuse to follow. We're going to be breaking these next two weeks up into another two-part series, and we're going to be bringing on none other than Mark Melitic. Now, Mark is our executive editor, and he just recently wrapped up our 2022 Compound Bow Test and Review, as well as Broadhead tests and reviews now mark put all these flagship bows and broadheads through the ringer tons of tests and he's going to bring a lot of information because it's the time of year that some of y'all are looking at new bows you've kind of been thinking about it for a little while you may have gotten a new bow already and now you're looking at broadheads you're trying to figure out what broadhead you want to use for whitetail mule deer elk whatever game you're going to be chasing mark put all these products through the ringer a bunch of different tests shooting through plywood checking to see how fast some of these bows are shooting and a bunch of other tests so we're gonna get mark on here to talk about that and hopefully help make your decision just a little bit easier this fall when it comes to either buying a new bow or selecting that broadhead to go put down some big game or deer with so i'm gonna quit rambling and again y'all we just want to thank y'all for tuning into the hunt stand podcast the the support we've gotten from y'all, it's been awesome. We really appreciate it. And I just want to say, y'all, if y'all got any questions or things you want to hear us talk about or things you want us to answer, hit me up. Send me an email, podcast at huntstand.com. A lot of times your comments get lost in social and YouTube. That world is crazy. The wormhole sucks them down and I never see them. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. So send me an email. I will definitely see it then. And if you haven't yet, make sure you've got the Huntstand app download it on your phone we got the free version and if you enjoy it so much make sure you download the pro version because it's got all the features and tools to help you be successful in the field i'm gonna quit rambling here's our man mark and hope you all enjoy this episode of field note fridays brought to you by bowtech so for part two i want to dive into the broadhead test man i want to dive into what broadheads you shot 
how they shot and the different tests and which ones got which awards. So tell us about all the different broadheads you shot, man. Okay, so so this year our broadhead field test contained a mix of uh, eight premium 100 grain broadheads. We had three mechanicals and five fixed blade heads. Okay. So we had the G5 Dead Meat V2 mechanical, uh, the Slick Trick Standard 100 fixed blade, the Wasp Z-Force mechanical, uh, the Muzzy Merc fixed head, the QAD Exodus full blade three three blade fixed head. We had the Iron Will single bevel head, the Swacker number two sixty one uh, Levi Morgan series mechanical, and the Wacom three blade fixed head. Okay, those were the eight. And these these were all hundred grain, right? All hundred grainers. Yep, that's been. Uh, that has been our test focus uh, since its inception, and we do that. We, we test 100-grain heads uh, basically because statistically that's uh, what most people are shooting. Yeah. So tell us about all the different tests that these broadheads went through, and I kind of want to um, ask you questions about each test, but tell us about all the tests, man. Sure. So probably, uh, yeah, so our, our tests included accuracy, and that was uh, with help from a shooting mas- machine. Uh, and uh, the 40-yard range that we used this year, the new one at the uh, Vapor Trail Archery Factory Pro Shop in uh, Anoka, Minnesota. That was, uh, it's just a stellar new facility. So we got in there and uh, did the accuracy test. Mm. Uh, so for that test, uh, we shot three different heads. Um from 40 yards using the same Easton five millimeter full metal jacket match grade carbon aluminum arrow. Okay. And uh, that was fletched with uh, uh, a new archery products, quick fletch, quick spin veins. So then we measured the three shot groups after that. Okay. Uh, we also uh, test for penetration when, and we do that with some clear ballistics gel. Um, and then we feel that delivers you know, pretty good apples to apples comparisons. Okay. Uh, and in front of that clear ballistics gel, we've got uh, uh, a layer of carpet and uh, a thin layer of uh, premium plywood, uh, three millimeters thick. So, and that simulates, you know, the hair and the hide and bone. And then you're just really looking to, are you just kind of looking to see what kind of path that broadhead's leaving inside of that gel and then, uh, really just seeing how far each one penetrates into each into each uh, yeah, piece of gel you know, right and you know when it comes to mechanicals in that test obviously we're looking to see when those blades open up how they open up um whether they open up some years we've had it where they uh where they don't um but yeah that seems to be a, a pretty good apples to apples comparison okay uh, and from there we're going to uh our deflection uh, test and kind of another penetration slash deflection test. We mm-hmm. use a four by eight foot sheet of premium half inch uh, birch plywood. Uh, so so w- with that test, I mean, with that deflection through the four by eight uh, sheet of plywood, are you, so you're not really worried about penetration at that point, but you're more or less looking to see what that arrow or 
pretty much just looking to see what it does, right? Just what kind of angle that is after impact. Right. I mean, some years we've had, um, you know, arrows bounce off, right? They don't, they didn't even penetrate. Wow. Um, but, but the angle that we kind of use is, you know, we first, we eyeball like a 3d target for like the most extreme angle that we'd use, um, in the field. And then we kind of mount the plywood at that, at that precise angle. But yeah, I mean, in the past, we, it didn't happen this year. We had penetration from all, from all heads. Um, yeah. And we're not looking for, for depth, but you know, at, by the way, you know, that's something we can, we can also look at, right. Yeah. Uh, in that situation, primarily we want to look at what happens when it, it hits that hard half inch premium plywood and what happens to the blades, what happens uh, to the head itself, what it looks like on the other side. So what, what, do, what would you say was kind of the common theme that you saw out of that deflection test or was there a common theme? Um, as far as, I don't know about themes, but, uh, you know, again, everything, uh, all the heads, uh, all the heads penetrated, um, and, you know, most of them came out pretty much unscathed. We really, uh, and, and looked pretty darn good. And, uh, on the other side, except for, uh, uh, two of the mechanicals, we had a situation where, uh, Two of the mechanicals uh, lost pretty much all their blades in the plywood oh. as they were going through there. So, you know, what's interesting is that both of those heads, uh, boy, they were very similar. Really? Very similar situation. Okay. Um, almost the exact same construction on both of those heads. And for whatever reason, they did not like that test, you know, and... So, I mean, you extrapolate that to real world, right? Mm -hmm. In an animal, what would happen uh, in, in a bone situation? Now, I don't know. And again, we're talking about half-inch premium plywood, birch. You know, it's some thick stuff. Is that? Well, it is, and it's 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 hard stuff, and it's uh, you know, is, is that going to be replicated in the field? It's a test, right? I yeah. mean, and all these broadhead tests you know it, it's it's what what we like to think uh, are good ways to test heads uh you know and then detractors would probably say well you're not you're not going to be uh hunting for plywood and you know that's <laughs> it's true yeah uh, but you know it, it is what it is you, you try to uh you try to throw out a medium that everybody can compete pretty much apples to apples and over the years what we've seen is it, it is pretty good you know, it's pretty good uh, gauge of what you might encounter. So, yeah. But, again, you know, uh, is it exactly what's going to happen in the field? No. Uh, having said that, here's our results. And you make, uh, you know, you kind of disseminate that uh, between your ears. And, and, you know, that can be uh, impact your, your buying decision. So, okay. So I got to ask, man, I know listeners are probably thinking the same thing, but. In that in that plywood test, what were the two mechanicals that the blades just fell off? Yeah, well, I mean, they didn't fall off; they they broke off. They broke off, was, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty much the. Uh, um, let's see here, the G five dead meat V two mechanical, and that's a three blade uh, mechanical head. Mm -hmm. 
and the very similar wasp z-force mechanical again three blade head these heads were basically had the same construction i mean the really the only difference um is the wasp uh the ferrule on that is a little is quite a bit shorter than the than the dead meat is um, okay but again you know that's what we found um and then you say well a mechanical yeah i mean it's it's you're going to lose blades and, and sometimes you will. But again, in this same test over the years, lots of them come through unscathed. And, you know, one that came through was uh, the third mechanical, which was the Swacker number 261 two blade mechanical. Now it's a two blade mechanical. It's a different blade setup. Um, but, you know, that one came through the plywood fine. And, uh, the blades were intact. So okay. yeah, I mean, again, and that's been the case over the years with other, with other mechanicals that they've been intact and, uh, you know, come through pretty much unscathed. Okay. So let, let's dive in to the different awards. So tell us about the different awards that you, uh, gave to these different broadheads that ended up winning. Sure. I mean, much like the, the bow test that we talked about you know, previously, um, we've got the uh, the best value award. Yep. And again, that's that's that gauge of ultimate bang for the buck, mm-hmm. uh, which considers both features and performance. Okay. And then we've got our overall top winner, which is that editor's choice. That's the head we'd pick from the group if we were limited to just a single model. And again, much like the bows, we've got the silver award, which is the second place finisher to the editor's choice. Okay, so same, same as Botes. Now, walk us through uh, the best value award and why you picked it. Uh, the best value. So that was won by the Wacom three blade fixed head. Okay. Um, and so, why did we pick the Wacom? Well, very uh, impressively consistent. Uh, in all our tests. And I, I have to say that this year in our eight head test, it was, uh, I'm look, thinking back, I don't think there's been a closer race uh, with eight heads that we've ever had. I mean, at, at some point during this test, all these heads were pretty much um, in line for an award. I mean, that's how close it was. And another, another gauge of just how close it was is when all the tests ended, you know, I couldn't tell you which, which three were the award winners. And usually it's kind of self-evident after you go through that. I, I actually couldn't. We had to crunch those numbers. Uh, very, very close test. So, wow. Yes. Yeah. The best value award was taken by the Wacom three blade fixed head because it was consistent. Um, let's see. It took a first place score in our, uh, ballistics gel penetration test which is you know one of our uh, weighty tests i mean that's uh, that's one of the big ones um and that's a victory it shared with actually the slick trick standard 100 okay so both of those heads penetrated the exact same depth into the ballistics gel wow uh, then when it came to our long distance accuracy test the wacom uh, posted a very solid three-shot group of just two and a quarter inches and that was good for fifth place um, and that group that measured just one inch larger than our control, which was a, a hundred grain field point. So, you know, think about as tight as you can get with a field point 
and this was just one inch larger group than that. So that's pretty darn good. Heck yeah. I mean, um, man, you had to get real picky with these. Just, I mean, talking about how close they got, I mean, you had to get really particular and yeah, I mean, you know, and it, and it comes down to, uh, you know, giving uh, the heads uh, a score for every one of our tests and then, you know, crunching those numbers. Mm -hmm. And again, it just, you know, but when you combine those first two tests with the impressive showings uh, of the, the Wacom in our angled penetration test, um, yeah, it, it really uh, built a, a really good impressive case for metal contention. But then the final topping on the cake for us was that so you get an MSRP of forty six ninety nine per three, and that that was under the test average broadhead price. Mm -hmm. But those Wacom's also come with a, a bonus free nocturnal fit lighted knob. So each pack, each three pack comes with a free uh, fit lighted knob, and that's a fifteen dollar huh. value. Um, and those are good knocks. I mean, we've you know Team Huntstan has used those knocks uh, for several years, and Heck yeah. uh, we we love them. So. Add that all up with the free knock and the price and the performance, you got our test value leader. So pretty happy about uh, that one, earning that one. It was a great bargain for a, a very good hit. Heck yeah, man. So talk to us about the uh, the Silver Award winner and you know why it took second place to the editor's choice. Yeah, so this was another situation where Boy, it was neck and neck at the top. Mm -hmm. uh, very similar to our bows again. Um, but I think the well-deserved silver award winner was the two-blade, two-inch cut Swacker, number 261. Oh. Uh, mechanical. Yeah, so that was, uh, that's from Swacker's Levi Morgan Signature Series. And, uh, you know, this is a head that uh, has been out for a while, and I know it's got a lot of fans. And uh, I had never shot it before, but... Uh, Again, after testing this head, I definitely would. Um, and again, it, it all came down to very impressive consistency. Um, this is uh, one of just two heads that post a perfect score in our weight consistency test. Now, that's where we, we weigh them all on a di digital scale, three of the heads that uh, any three of the heads that were sent. And uh, it turns out that the, those three that we, we tested were uh, that we weighed were exactly the same. And, of course, that's a gauge of quality. I mean, when it comes down to exactly the same weight. Uh, it was also one of the most impressive heads in our angled penetration test. So, again, like I said, of the three mechanicals in our test, this one came through unscathed. It blew through the plywood. Um, didn't even bend the blades. Um, didn't break the blades, didn't bend the blades. And, you know, for a two-inch cut mechanical, that is pretty darn impressive. Heck so, yeah. Yeah. So that's, uh, that was really eye-opening. and uh, But, you know, you got to be accurate if you're an award-winning head, and, uh, and the Swacker certainly was. You know, it posted a third-place finish in our 40-yard accuracy test with a three-shot group uh, of just one and three-quarter inches. Wow. Now that was just an eighth of an inch off the three-shot group of our uh, control, a 100-grain field point. So just an eighth of an inch larger. Okay. And just three-eighths of an inch off first place. So, you know, you talk. What's interesting in our in our accuracy test this year, you talk about people saying, you know, choosing mechanical because they're more accurate. Well, it just so happened that the three mechanicals in our test posted 
the top three scores in our 40 yard accuracy test. So, can't beat that. Well, there you go. Um, but again, so third place finish there. So that was, uh, that was impressive. Okay. So uh, again, top to bottom, the, the swacker was, uh, it just did great. I mean, it was almost like it was built for our test and that can happen sometimes, but, uh, yeah, great head. Um, well-deserved silver award winner for that one. Sounds like a great one to consider for this year. So talk us, talk to us about your editor's choice, man, why you picked it and overall just why, why it won. Yep. Again, so tight, tight battle, tight, tight battle. Um, but it was the slick trick standard 100 four blade fixed head, uh, to win our editor's choice. Um, and then again, we're, we're talking about consistency. You know, this head just didn't do poorly in any test, and it, and it did outstanding in several. So it did kind of sneak up on us. But, uh, you know, first of all, when we did that angled penetration test, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're talking about penetrating at least 20 inches through the angled plywood. Uh, but what was even more impressive was what it looked like on the other side and that it looked like a brand new head. Um, we really love the fact that, uh, that Alcatraz blade lock system that slick trick, uh, uses is just so, I mean, I think we've tested, oh, goodness gracious, three, four different heads from slick trick over the years. We've never lost a blade. Um, that's, that's pretty impressive that that blade lock system works. Um, uh, but we're talking, you know, these heads are also super accurate and, you know, it, we're talking uh, a three-shot group of one and 15 sixteenth inches. So that wow. was uh, an impressive fourth-place finish uh, and the best finish uh, of any uh, fixed blade head. Wow. So that was, yeah, that was uh, impressive. But we've seen that, that accuracy with the Slick Trick heads um, over the years. I mean, they're just super accurate heads. Okay. And this one's been around for a while. I mean, let's uh, let's point out that the standard 100 has been around since uh, 2005, uh, but it's never been in our test, which makes it eligible uh, for inclusion. So, um, and then that final uh, surge to greatness that we call it uh, came when the slick trick uh, tied for first place in our gel penetration test. It uh, plunged nine and a quarter inches into our clear ballistics gel. Um, after wow. passing through that carpet and plywood. So, yeah, um, first place. Um, and then, you know, you got to look at the – you don't even have to. We didn't even have to look at the price. But, hey, slick tricks come packed. Uh, well, this head does four to a pack instead of three to a pack with an MSRP of just forty four ninety nine. Hmm. So if you – you know, extrapolate that out to a three pack price. You're talking thirty three seventy four, um, and that would have been the lowest price of any test head by more than eight dollars. So, great value there too. Um, didn't we didn't even have to go there um, to get this one to the editor's choice podium because you know its performance uh, was just incredible. So. Nice. And again, you have to, yeah, you have to give props to Slick Trick. I mean, uh, this is our seventh year doing this test, and it was the third time that Slick Trick uh, has claimed the uh, the top award. 
Man, can't complain about that. Clear winner. And including two in a row. So last year's editor's choice was playing by the Slick Trick Assailant, and that was a hybrid head. So, uh, yeah, two in a row for Slick Trick, you know. I like it, man. I like it. So for all the listeners out there, you know, obviously I don't think everybody can go and test out different broadheads like you you know like we talked about the bow like go and shoot different bows test different bows when you go to your shop before you buy and so this one's a little bit trickier for the listener out there and so what advice would you have you know i know we're running out of time here so you know parting advice for those listeners when they're looking at that broadhead for this fall it's a time of year this is you know guy i mean people are looking at this video that you put out they're looking at all this content they're trying to make that decision on that broadhead and so what advice do you have for them to help them narrow down and pick this? Is that where you're like, hey, editor's choice, that's the one you need to go with since you can't test all these? Or what does Mark What does Mark say? Well, I mean, a good place to start. Again, you've got uh, some really good history with this test. So go back and check out our winners uh, over the past seven years, right? And a lot of those heads are still available. Go back and check out our winners. Um, you know, you probably want it in your head. Uh, am I looking at a fixed head or a, or a mechanical? And, mm-hmm. and the way I do that personally, Will, is, uh, you know, I look at what type of game animal uh, I'm going to be pursuing. Now, um, if I'm out west and, you know, maybe I'm mule deer hunting, boy, I'll tell you what, it's going to be hard for me not to consider a good mechanical when I'm when I'm considering shots that might be, you know, 40, 50, 60 yards, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, you got the, the wide open spaces of the West. That's uh, Those are pretty standard uh, shot distances out there, you know, yeah. and, and if you practice and, and you're feeling good about those, um, yeah, I mean, you, you're probably going to have to take a shot in that um, vicinity. And again, I would say you got to look at uh, those mechanicals that are going to really minimize the wind drift. Having said that, you know, doesn't mean you can't use a fixed head out there, but yeah, you should probably get in your mind, which, which way you want to go. Again, my, my thought process, if I'm, if I'm chasing a mule deer, uh, out West, I'm probably going to look at a mechanical first, um, tree standing, white tailing, um, in the Midwest, shorter range shots. I'm probably going to look at a fixed head bear hunting. I'm probably going to look at a fixed head, not to say that, you know, you have to do the same, but that's kind of my thought process looking at, uh, what, what I'm hunting, the distances, penetration, things like that. So, you know, that's kind of just a little bit of what, uh, uh, goes through my head, but at the same time, again, lots of great heads to choose from, go back and check out, you know, some of our other winners, uh, again, lots of those broadheads are still being made and uh, still taking animals and have great followings. So all good stuff there. There's so many different uh, ways to go. Um, you know, and if you need advice too, um, you know, talk to that archery pro shop staff. What do they like and why? You know, I mean, it, 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 it broadheads is a thing where it's so personal, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you make a choice. Um, maybe you, uh, you take a few animals with your broadhead of choice and maybe something goes wrong. I mean, it happens, right? Yep. Uh, you, did you lose confidence in that broadhead? Well, then you got to move on and, uh, you know, maybe try a different brand and model. Uh, and, uh, maybe that'll get you back on track. It's all about confidence. It really is. 
And if you are, uh, you, you know, you're using a broadhead that really gives you that confidence in the field, you're going to make, I think, uh, you're going to have more concentration. Uh, you're going to make a better shot. And uh, yeah, you go from there. Man, I love it. Love it, Mark. Man, I really appreciate you just hopping on here to kind of walk through each of these the tests, why you chose what you did, the, the tests that these uh, bows and broadheads went through. And man, just appreciate you hopping on the Hunt Stand podcast again with me today. Thanks, man. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Anytime. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Can't wait till the next one. There you go, everybody. Another end to a, another Field Note Friday's episode powered by Bowtech. Just want to thank Mark for hopping on, talking broadheads, the tests and review that he did. Awesome test that he put these broadheads through. So that way, hopefully it'll maybe help you make a decision on what broadhead you'd like to use for this fall and winter. So now let's just want to thank Mark for hopping on here, bringing us some knowledge, and we will see y'all on the next one.